0: Uh, Yo, yo, yo. Uh, Welcome to the Pure Joy Project. Uh, My name is Paul Lanigan, uh, per usual. Um, And it is just me this week because this is looking a little different. Uh, So the guys could not get together. We did not have the opportunity with some busy schedules. The Lord has blessed us with a lot of things to steward. So we could not get together to record uh, Battle Ready in Ephesians. Um, That will be coming soon. But what I do have, uh, I had the opportunity to speak. On Wednesday at UCMFCA, which the Lord has graciously given me a leadership position in, about God's characteristics as a defender, uh, how he defends our hearts and our minds and our futures. So I recorded it on my phone uh, to send it to some friends that couldn't show up uh, in my voice memos, so it is not flattering. The audio is not incredible, uh, but the message is there. And so I had a heart to share it to a little bit bigger of an audience and so I hope that it blesses you. I pray that it blesses you, um, that you allow these words to encourage you, that you allow this scripture to sit on your heart. Uh, but without further ado. Um, we do things differently. So I just see one person, uh, one faithful person to give me um, Matthew eleven twenty eight through 30, just to have it open and ready if I call on you. I'm going to scoot this up. I want to get intimate here without, you know, breaking COVID um, protocol. And also we have, if you don't notice, we're looking just a little thin. I'm so thankful y'all are here. But it's because like four or five people were exposed uh, in our congregation. And so Ashland is very important, but there are other people to be lifting up. So just in general, be praying for UCM athletics, be praying for the university and just the health um, of Warrensburg and everybody's families and things as it is a trying time. As we know it so well, uh, so I'm going to pray again uh, because I'm not very good at this, absent the Holy Spirit. So, um, God, thank you for who you are. Thank you for your character. Uh, thank you that that you um, that you love us enough to be, uh, but you love us so much that you want us to become. That we're not to stay who we are, um, but we're to be renewed by you. Um, we're to be carried by you. Uh, into into things, um, not to sit as who we were, um, but to step boldly into what you have for us. Um, Lord, I just pray that you guide my words, um, Spirit, that you speak through me, uh, that, you're, that you're here um, interpreting this scripture for everybody because you inspired the whole thing and you know it better than we do. Um, Lord, just help you to be glorified and we to be submitted tonight. And I love you. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're wondering, I'm recording myself again because some of my faithful friends can't be here and they asked me to. Uh, so the New Living Translation, uh, actually, before I start, give me three good things that happened today. One person, one answer, and then we'll do three people. Just tell me something good. Trevor. I got to meet with my mentor for the first time since last time. That's hype. Shout out to Dave. Love that. <laughs> Praise the Lord. I need two more. Brinkley. We did go to Coffee's today. We did go to Coffee's today. Yes. It was yes. a great time. If y'all don't know my sister Brinkley back there, sister. Um, get to know her. Uh, one more person. Don't be bashful. We did five before. I know we can do three. Are y'all nervous? I'm supposed to be nervous, Drew. We got to watch some soccer with Paul. We did. We did watch some soccer. Today. I love that. Um. Anyway, so the New Vang translation of Proverbs four twenty three says, "Guard your heart above all else." For it, for out of it determines the course of your life. Um, so we serve a God who wants good things for us. Uh, we also serve a God who desires to defend our hearts and our minds and our futures against the enemy um, and this world. That I don't know if you've noticed, especially in this college thing, there's a lot of stimulus thrown at you, and we go through a factory of heartache. Basically, we go through relationships that hurt. We go through experiences that hurt um friendships that hurt and we we participate in sports that let us down um we take classes that are hard and that we let and we're let down in like we are put through a factory of heartache which is basically how i could define the earth because this world is broken because we sin and we're apart from god um but um god has a couple ways a lot of ways an infinite amount of ways that he defends us um, and so the way I'm looking at this and the way I took this word is a little different than Trevor. Um, but I have three attributes, if you're taking notes, um, that God defends our hearts with and our futures and our minds. Um, so the first one is his guidance. And so his word, this holy eternal word, is meant to, to guide us. It is sufficient for teaching us and, and correcting us and guiding us. In anything, capital G, good. Good in what the Lord sees as good, which is better than we see as good, if you don't know that. Um, And so this word is our guide. 1 John 5, 3 um, says, Loving God means keeping his commandments. And his commandments are not burdensome. So this is the law. These are the commandments. You find them in here. Um, You see them lived out through faithful people in so many different ways. And in diving into this and letting it out of its cage, we see how to tangibly keep his commandments and how to experience the freedoms that come along with that. It says in that same verse, in the in the back half of that verse, his commandments are not burdensome. He wants to remove the burden on your heart that comes from being apart from him. And apart from his commandments, we are apart from him. Uh, but we have Jesus that reconciles us in that. Uh, but he knows, and as Jesus says in John 15, our fullness of joy is in abiding in him and keeping his commandments. So this word is meant to guide us into good things. It is meant to guard our hearts and our minds and our futures. Uh, So give it the chance to. If you need help starting that, I'm here. Trevor's here. Brinkley's here. Cass is here. Nick's here. Uh, There's a lot of faithful people in this room that would love to help you dive into the Word of God. Um, Claire Raymond's another one that comes to mind. Faithful girl. Uh, So he wants to remove the burden and the hurt and the heartache. Um, because he knows what is good for us He made us His inscription and his image are on us And so he knows what's good for us So he doesn't want us to hurt He doesn't want us to be, to be miserable And he wants us to come to his word Which are his spoken words And to hear from him what we're to do uh, The second thing is his renewal um, So I have 2 Corinthians 5.17 um, This is so cool I'll never get over this. Uh, So it says, therefore, anyone, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. They are a new creation. The old has passed away. Behold, the new has come. A new creation in Jesus, in Christ, in confessing and believing and walking with this Jesus guy. You are no longer defined and held down by what was. So he guards our hearts and our minds and our futures because we don't have to live as who we were before. We don't have to be our past mistakes. We don't have to be our sexual history or the way we took, took advantage of people or the ways that we cheated um, or the ways that we did things that we are ashamed of that keep us up at night. We are freed from in Jesus. So he guards our hearts, our minds, and our futures by letting us be new, by offering us a newness and a joy to walk into. And so um, I offer you to step into who you are in Jesus rather than who you were in yourself because this new identity is worth the keeping of his commandments because they're not burdensome anyway. This new identity is worth being around people that love it as much as you do and that love it more than you do and allowing mentors that are wise and that have walked with it and are living proof that it's worth it to pour into you. And so you're guarded. Your heart doesn't have to hurt by what was. Your mind doesn't have to be burdened by what was, your past mistakes, your inadequacies. And your future doesn't have to be defined by what you were before because Jesus, because God is a God who desires to guard our hearts, minds and futures. And so the first thing was his guidance. The second thing was his renewal. And the third thing is his rest. Um, So did anybody go to Matthew 11, 28 through 30? Frankly, will you go ahead really loud? One more time. Mm-hmm. So those who are labor, or those who labor, those who are burdened, Jesus says he knows us, right? And he offers us to come to him and to take his burden, which is the keeping of the commandments that we hear are not burdensome. You hear him say, my yoke is easy, my burden is light. And so this rest, this offering, Romans 8.28, um, it's kind of a cliche verse, but one that, that should never be um, underestimated. It says, we know that for those who love God, all things work together for good. For those who are called according to his purpose. Just let that sink in. Let that truth, this this word that is all complete truth with no flaws it is in his word it says and we know that for those who love god all things work together for good for those who are called according to his purpose so if you desire to be to be defended against the negative ideas of your future the fear of of a lack of success, the fear of letting down people, the fear of whatever, know that everything that you go through, every part of your testimony, every struggle, every downfall, uh, every addiction, every anything, the Lord is going to use for good. He is a God who redeems stories. He is a God who renews us. We become new creations. And so he defends us from the heavy burden of being successful because how he sees success And how he provides for us is outside of how the world defines success. So I have one last scripture. Um, It is Philippians 4, uh, 6 and 7. And uh, it says, Do not be anxious about anything, but in everything by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. And the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. Like I always do, we're going to go one more time. Do not be anxious about anything, but in everything, by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. And the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. So we have an offer to enter his rest. We have an offer for our hearts and our minds and our futures to be guarded by allowing him into it all through prayer and supplication um, and in thanksgiving. So us being thankful for what he's done and out of a humble heart, praying things and asking for his help, asking for his guidance, um, asking for things that are in his will. We are guarded. We understand this is good for me going along with Romans eight twenty eight that I just read that we know that all things work together for good um, for those that are called according to his purpose. So you are promised that if we allow the Lord in and we pray over these things, you will receive a peace. And if you allow Jesus to take control, you receive a burden that is light and that is easy and that is worth it. Because a worldly burden is gonna tear you down. And the more you try to do it on your own, it's just gonna get heavier and heavier and heavier. The more you try to right your own wrongs, it's just gonna get heavier and heavier. So I welcome you. To allow a God that desires to guard our hearts, minds, and futures, to guard yours through his renewal, through his word as a guide, and through his rest in prayer. Um, that is all I have, so I'm going to pray. Um, God, thank you for the opportunity to, to speak. Thank you that for whatever reason people listen to what I have to say about you. Um, Lord, thank you that, that you can make us new. Thank you that we're not defined by who we were. That we don't have to live by our past mistakes or our resume or our track record or our body count, Lord. But we can live by who you tell us we are. We can live in a newness that is joyous, that is peaceful, that is fulfilling. We can live growing closer to each other as we grow closer to you, as you say in 1 John. We can live new. We can be made new creations. As you say in Galatians 2.20, that we crucify our old selves. So it is no longer us who live, but you who lives through us. And you are a God that knows us better than we know us. You are a God that desires for us to walk in a fulfilling, loving, joy-filled life. Where there are ups and there are downs, but you use all those for good as you tell us in your scripture. God, I just ask that that you work on the hearts in this room. That you work on my own. That you help us to live like these words are true. To live like you are offering us renewal, rest, and guidance that guards us against what this world puts us through. Lord, just let the praise be yours. Let the souls be yours. Lord, help us step boldly into what you offer. To be willing to face discomfort to receive the goodness you have for us. Um, God, just thank you. Thank you for who you are. Thank you for everything you have done, you're currently doing, and you will do. Thank you for everything that we've been through so that we're here right now, somehow. God, we love you. Help us to live like those words are true. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Amen.